Hey everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer and there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, we've got Dennis. How's it going, Dennis? I'm good. I'm not as tired as you are. Thanks. Um, yeah. <laughs> Pour one out for Bing Bong. That's all we're going to say. Um, also with us, as always, is Dungeon Master Lucas. How's it going, Lucas? Pretty good. I'm, uh, you know, uh, not being tired. So that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. Like you got sleep. Yeah, you know, whenever you can not be tired is preferably ideal. Uh, <laughs> it's just funny. It's one of those things. Like I, I'm, I'm gonna bug you the whole entire time. You're tired. Then this is gonna be great because it's stuttering. It's great. It's one of those things where, like, as I, I, as I get that? older, I'm just. What like, was I thinking about? What were you doing? Oh, I was definitely not thinking about what I was doing. But you know what? You live with the consequences. You you live with the shit pile. You pile for yourself is that is that what the saying goes i don't know and uh round out the cast is jamie how's it going jamie i am probably as tired as you so yeah um, doing great though were you also <laughs> watching the demise of bing bong on the big screen no no um, just up late not sleeping <laughs> <laughs> it happens it happens mm-hmm. um yeah we got a lot of news this week uh, a lot of really interesting stuff so uh, the first bit of news, next-gen games could cost $10 more. Oh, no. How dare they? <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, in terms of relativity, like, video games are much cheaper than they ever were back in, like, the 90s. So, it's, in a way, it's like, yeah, they've been a lot cheaper in terms of, like, how much they cost. So... You know, to go a little bit higher, sure. I mean, uh, it's not that surprising. Uh, also, too, games go on sale quite more often than they ever did back in the day. And now it's easier with the internet to be like, oh, here's this web- random website that has a sale. So I, I think, uh, yes, obviously for like day one purchasers, it's going to m- make a bigger difference. But I think like still like with sales and stuff, like you can still get things cheaper. So I don't think it's really going to make much of a difference. But what do you guys think? Uh, I'm just, as long as they're, like, doing it because they want to spend more money to make the games better, that's cool. If it's just an arbitrary reason to make it, you know, $70 or whatever, that kind of sucks. But, yeah, I mean, I remember Super Nintendo games costing, like, $90 for, like, Final Fantasy three. so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And some of those games, like, you could honestly beat, like, four or five hours, so it wasn't like, you know, you were, uh... You know, spending money on a game that was going to, like, last you a long time, too, always. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so. I, I'm just not surprised, really. But, again, I don't think it's going to make much of a difference for most people. Like, yeah. If you're a day one purchaser, you're probably comfortable spending $60, $70 already. So, really, what's $10 more on top of that? So, um, yeah, Left for Dead creators reveal concept art for a new zombie game called Back for Blood. Which I think it's just so cool. Uh, <laughs> mm, I like the title. Yeah, that's like that's a good title. I like it. Yeah, 
apparently it's going to be like an open world zombie survival game. Uh, looks like maybe there's like a bit more of like setting up defenses and stuff like that. So, but hmm. yeah, it's from the guys that made Left 4 Dead. So obviously it's going to have a certain standard or quality to it that uh, other games wouldn't have. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I would obviously, I, I want to see some gameplay. I mean, these are also the guys that made that, um, what was that game where you played as like the monster in the four? The falls. Yeah. Like, uh, that kind of shit the bed, but yeah, you know, <laughs> be interesting to see how this one turns out. But I, I want to hope they've learned their lessons at least from that. So, um, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two development was affected by COVID nineteen, but shouldn't have a big impact on the game's overall development process or release. So, hopefully, that means we get sooner rather than later. I still need to play through Part One, but. I, I think it would be great if they could consistently just push these out where it's like every couple months or a year or whatever. It's just like, yep, yeah, here's your your new Final Fantasy VII portion to play. So Every year, you're saying? Every two? I don't know. I feel like you could, maybe once a year is a little too, little too generous, but I don't know. I like think they could probably... Maybe... Only if the quality is still good, right? Yeah. Yeah, because they did say in an interview that they wanted to get these portions out as soon as possible. But that obviously could be whatever. It could be two or three years. It could be one year. It could be nine months. It's hard to say. Um, yeah. Square Enix is going to be announcing games throughout July and August. So I think we'll probably get at least an announcement of the next part and when it's coming out. I, I think it's going to come out sooner than most people think. Like, I'm thinking like early 2021. Well. Man, that'd be nuts. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, dude, is you have the <laughs> engine down for it. Like, right? Realistically, all you would have to do is like maybe, gen- like you know, kind of like add some new content and stuff. But largely, it should probably, you know, shouldn't be that hard to basically get a new portion out. So we'll see. Yeah, you'd hope there's a lot of reusable stuff in there from the first one. Yeah. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two's Laura Bailey, Neil Druckmann, and Naughty Dog responded to online harassment. So, uh, mm. if you've been living under a rock and you don't understand, uh, Last of Us Part Two, very controversial game. Uh, some people are really uh, not happy with a lot of the decisions made in that game, at least from a story standpoint. I'm not going to spoil them here, but I mean, you either have played the game and you know, or you've probably looked it up at least one point or another already um yeah i was reading what some of these people were saying man they take it really fucking personally like yes <laughs> like okay uh yeah it's it gets it's hard little... to see where they get so upset <laughs> about it like i don't i don't know <laughs> i mean part of me is like i guess i'm not that surprised considering like the political climate nowadays and all this other stuff but yeah it's also like Really, dudes? Like, you can't just fucking enjoy the game. Like, right? You know what? If you've got qualms with the story, sure. But like, to go harass the writer or the actress that plays a particular character on social media is just like, come on, you're just, yeah. It's it's not fair to them. And you know what? Like, if you don't like it, just don't buy the game or return yeah. the game and like get a refund. You know, yep. like. That that is your way of telling the company you did not like that story or you did not like those elements. You can do that. You don't have to like go online and be like, "I'm gonna murder your family for ruining last of us part." Yeah, it was bad, man. Oh yeah, Yeah. it was pretty bad. So, like Laura Bailey posted a few things. She was like calling like a slut and a bitch. I was like, "Wow, you guys!" Yeah, like, but this person didn't write anything. This thing didn't even involve. She she just voice acts. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's this is not a spoiler, but like, you know, like they're like, wait to put a fucking trans character in the game. I'm like, the character's not fucking trans. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, it's so stupid. It's just like, oh, I don't want transgender characters in my games. Like, there's not a fucking transgender character in there. Like, calm the fuck down. Like, oh my gosh. It's just. It's just. It's just uh anyways on to 
better stuff. Uh, Xbox Game Showcase set for July 23rd. Uh, so Microsoft's going to be showing off, uh, I mean, ideally a lot of the Xbox Series X uh, and maybe the Series S, you know, rumored uh, content. Uh, I was kind of curious. Do you guys have any predictions for what you think we might see? Well, definitely new Halo gameplay. I think for sure. Yeah, uh, probably. Seems like a no-brainer there. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think we'll probably see something about the Fable reboot too. I mean, they hmm. they've been kind of they've been renewing their uh, what do you call it. Um, trademarks for those so um also too like they bought obsidian a while back yep they so sure did i want to see what obsidian's working on yeah uh, me too my guess is a new shadow run game because they own the shadow run ip i'm pretty sure uh, hmm. they wanted to do like a shadow run type game for quite a while but never quite worked they couldn't find like a development studio that would work with it and i think like obsidian would do a really great job with shadow run but you could also do like Pillars of Eternity three. Well, they they did say that they were kind of like we're not going to do Pillars of Eternity three unless we have like something that really changes up the formula. Um, you also have like Dungeon Siege that could also get a new entry. Uh, basically, I want to see something from Obsidian, but my guess is probably a new Shadowrun. Um, yeah. Anything else you guys think we'll see? I don't know. I wonder. Like has. Uh... Double Fine been working long enough on something that isn't uh, Psychonauts to show anything with that because they bought them too. So yeah, I'd be interested to see that. Then I bet you we'll see some of that Hellblade game. Uh, oh, I'd be excited to see that. Yeah, yeah. This is my other guess. My my guess too is they also get Xbox Live and Game Pass just rolled into one. Mm. Like it'll just be one service that you pay for now rather than separate. Um, also too, like, if you think about it, that could easily also replace the games with gold thing where, you know, instead of like waiting for, Oh, what are games I'm going to get this month? You literally would have access to an entire catalog of games that you could play. Like, if you think about like, I, I don't mind the idea of like a games with gold or PlayStation plus or whatever, but if instead of like, you know, one or two games that you would get each month, instead you got like access to a library of like hundreds of games, that would obviously be so much better. So I, yeah. I, I think there's a good chance they'll just roll it into one and basically just call it like Xbox Live, but it also has your Game Pass in there or something like that. Uh, anything else? Yes. Hmm. Dead or Alive, more bounce. Dead or Alive. Oh. Uh... <laughs> I gotta have a fighting game. <laughs> I think we'll probably see the Series S. Like, I think there's a rumor that, like, the Series S will be, like, cheaper. Oh, Killer Instinct! Yeah, they could do that. More Killer Instinct. I could see that. What else do they have for fighting games? I don't think Microsoft has too many. Like, at least... I think that's it. Yeah. I mean, unless they decide to, like, just do, like... Microsoft All Stars Battle Royale or something, just Master Chief wailing on Ryu from Ninja Guy. <laughs> trying to think what else they got. State of Decay Studio. Age of uh, they got the fourth one coming out, so I imagine. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think there's any gear stuff that's like on the horizon, but maybe uh, Minecraft stuff. <laughs> I get some of that Star Wars Connect going on. That's what they need. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some more Star Wars Connect going on here. The Star Wars Connect and thinking uh, like I'm on solo. Come on. Oh gosh, I I just that song just lives on in my brain. I just can't remove it. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. Join the Empire today. <laughs> July twenty third. We'll find out. Will they make uh, Star Wars Connect version two? sequel to the first i probably not but you know what anything could happen maybe they make killer instinct versus street fighter who knows it, you're gonna have you... to dance before you turn on your xbox you know stuff like that yeah 
do you think they'll make a connect for the Xbox Series X? <laughs> Please, no. I, uh, I doubt it. I think it's yeah. the, with one of those pads. You know, all those like DDR pads <laughs> you get at, at home. Or... <laughs> I think if they do anything Connect related, they would do like a VR headset and just call it Connect. Yeah. Yeah, I that, I think that makes sense. I feel like like if I feel you... like they would want to start reaching into that VR, you know, player base a little bit. I mean, PlayStation already definitely has that. Yeah. VR headset, so I don't see why they wouldn't. I could see that. Like, if it was just like, oh, it's Connect, but it's not like Connect, like the stupid dumb thing we all remember, but it's basically just a VR headset. Like, that could be okay. But mm-hmm. I also wonder how many people would be like, oh, great, another VR headset. Let me buy this one on top of the yeah. other ones I already own or the other ones. I, you know, it, it it's becoming very competitive, the VR space, so I can also see them just sitting that out. But anyway. I, did, I thought at one point they had talked about a partnership with oculus for some reason and then maybe they'd bring the oculus headset support just right to the console but i mean I that would know. make the most sense like just part yeah with an existing one especially exactly. because like nowadays the like pc games xbox games like there's really not much of disparity there mm-hmm. like all the first party xbox games are available on pc now so hypothetically you could just be like yeah you get your oculus rift or whatever you can use that across the board on your you know pc at home you can use it on your xbox like that would be a good way to go just to like keep it all pretty much the same so Uh yeah we'll see july 23rd i think i think it'll be a good idea of what we're gonna get with the xbox Again, I'm probably going to skip the Xbox. Unless they'd come out and they'd be like, oh, this is why you need an Xbox Series X. Right. I'm probably just skipping it. Like, nowadays, because most of their games come out on PC, like, presumably even uh, the Halo Infinite will go to PC. So it's like, that would probably be the only thing I would really want to buy an Xbox for, and I can play on PC. So it's like, eh, I'll just do that. Uh, Microsoft, speaking of renewing, uh, renews their Fable trademarks, leading to Fable 4 rumors. I I don't, I actually like the Fable games. Fable 1 and 2 I thought were good. 3 I was not that hot on. Um, I know there's been like side games and stuff, but like, I kind of like those games. They, they, they're not as like well done as like a traditional RPG game, but they have their charm. They, they, yeah, they have they're, charm. they're fine. Fine action RPGs. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I always remember just like being as evil as possible and just going into towns and just being like, I'm going to kill everyone in this town. And then you get like all these people coming after you trying to take you out. And it was kind of like a weird game like that. Like you could, kind of, it kind of was doing morality stuff before morality choices were a big thing in games. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Speaking of uh, Xbox. Stone Which one had Microsoft. guns in it? Forgot. Sorry, interrupt. Which people had the guns in it? I think it was Three? either the second or the third. I want to say. Yeah, the guns were useless, if you remember, right? Yeah, I don't think I they think were. Like, yeah. They were that great. I, I wanted. Definitely the third one, I'm pretty sure. I think the second one maybe had them. I can't remember. I, I remember guns, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> guns. Might be all three of them for all I know. Oh, yeah. Fable 2 had them. Fable 2 and 3 had guns. Fable 1, you had your crossbow. So I don't remember so much Fable like 1. I remember Fable 1 pretty good. I remember Fable 2 sort of. Fable 3? Was that when you were like king? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my game got corrupted. They couldn't finish that game. Lovely. <laughs> you, you, you missed the worst part then, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got I was king, and then I got to a valley, and then it corrupted, and I'm like, fuck this game, and I didn't play it after. Yeah, I, I just remember the second half of that game being really mediocre. Uh, yeah. Once you start ruling, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, Fable 4, maybe it'll be garbage, maybe it'll be good. I'm, I'm, a, I'm glad to be good. And I think because it's not Pierre Molyneux working on it anymore, you won't get like these things of like, you'll plant a seed and it'll become a tree over the course of your game. Like, you won't get that like fucking yeah. bullshit that he loves to spew. Like, just don't promise a bunch of crap you can't do. Yeah. That's all. yeah. Don't no <laughs> man's diet. Yeah. 
yeah, no. The, the, I'm hoping they just come out. They're like, yeah, these are the things you like about Fable. You like the action RPG. You like your choices and stuff like that. Let's just keep it like that. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, speaking of Microsoft franchises, Halo 3 will be released on PC July 14th as part of the Master Chief collection. So Sweet. Yeah. If you're not aware, oh, yeah. the collection doesn't include all of the games. Uh, they've been slowly releasing them as part of the collection. So obviously started with like Halo 1 and 2. They added Reach. Um, and they're going to add Halo 3, obviously. And then eventually they're going to add Halo 3 ODST as well as Halo 4. So it's a pretty good collection. And if you buy it, you get all of those other games when they come out. So like, for instance, I already own the master chief collection so i'll automatically get halo 3 when it releases so um halo 3 is probably one of the better halo games depends on who you ask i i think halo halo 2 and 3 are up there for me i never was a big fan of the first game just because i thought without the xbox live like the multiplayer was fun but it it was just on a next level when you were able to play with people across the world yeah with halo 3 um Plus, Halo 3 had some cool ideas. Like, there were some cool weapons. There was the equipment. Like, you could drop shields. You could do other stuff. You could heal. So, there were there were some cool ideas they had in that one that weren't in Halo 1 or 2. So, um, yeah. You guys going to pick this up at all? Are you going to play Halo 3 on the PC? I picked up Master Chief Collection uh, when the Steam Summer Sale was on. So, I will probably be picking that up. Or playing it, uh, for sure. Yeah, because yeah, if you yeah. buy it, you automatically get a copy of Halo Three. So. Yep. Yeah, and Dennis, I think you have the Master Chief Collection too, right? Yeah, I've been going through it. So when this is out, a couple of buddies of mine, we're gonna try to co-op it through the campaign again. Nice. Yeah. It'll be my first. Play- it's really been my first playthrough for all of these. Oh yeah, you know, it's Halo cool. games because I've never really played Xbox. For, so this is just my time to catch up on the story and i'm pretty sure like all these games are online co-op right like i i haven't so, played, yeah i haven't played too many of them co-op i i played halo 2 co-op but yeah you can play them is all. it four person co-op or is it going to uh i don't well, remember maybe it depends game to game i don't remember. i've been playing yeah. mostly two person so. yeah i know it's safely two people um, I think Halo Reach was for people co-op. Yeah, you might be right. Oh, yeah, right. I remember that. Yeah. And I guess if you're going through these games, you should go... You should play Halo Reach first, canonically. It's, like, the first. And then do Halo 1, and then 2, 3. <laughs> My friend would disagree with you. I think he told me that I should play it the, the, the order that they came out in originally. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, because I think he I don't know, he thinks like the story, you know and the way like some things uh clear up as you're playing like Reach, for example, it's like more interesting that or maybe he just wanted me to experience what he experienced. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean I I don't think there's either like a you know, right or wrong way to experience. It really is like whatever you kinda of prefer, but like I, I personally find that, like, if you play Halo Reach and then play Halo 1, you get, like, context for that story. And, I mean, the only thing is, is, like, gameplay-wise, going from Reach to Halo 1, it's like, oh, gosh, that's a bit of a step back. But yeah, story-wise, it's a little more beneficial. But I can see you doing it either way, really. But, yeah, either way, Halo 3, I'm excited to play it on PC. And uh, you all should be too. Uh, Microsoft is telling all third-party devs and publishers that Xbox Series X upgrades should be free. So that's nice to see. Mm. I, I think it's maybe a little optimistic to assume all publishers and developers are going to give upgrades for free. Um, yeah. Yeah. Especially because there are some that are money grubbers. So. Yep. <laughs> if, if you're telling me that they can give... Uh, have an opportunity to charge me again for some other content, I guarantee they will rather do that than give it to me for free. I mean, we're also, like, you know, I'm looking at you, Activision, when you charge yeah. for <laughs> microtransactions for Crash Team Racing, like, I feel like... Oh, I- god damn it! 
<laughs> like I feel like Activision for sure would probably charge extra. EA, I could see charging extra. I could see a lot of the others just being like, it's free. But like for instance, like I think they're talking about um, GTA coming to PlayStation mm-hmm. Five, and the wording on that made it sound like it was co- going to cost money. So yeah, yeah. Part of me is just like, it would be nice if it was free, but yeah, it's it seems a little optimistic. Especially if they're like, hey, every guy, everybody, you should make this free. And it's like, well, why don't you just, like, do it for them so they don't have to make that decision? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So. Anyways. Uh, Death Stranding sequels being teased. Uh, Kojima no. was posting images and stuff that definitely seemed to hint that a sequel to that game is coming. Uh, definitely a divisive game. You either liked it or fucking hated it um i know i enjoyed the game even though it was you enjoyed it really yeah <laughs> yeah you enjoyed baby deliveries i mean it had some cool stuff it was it definitely had its issues you know there was definitely parts where it was like deliver this across this vast wasteland and you're gonna get like just fucking destroyed and you're gonna have to reset the mission a few times like there were some frustrating parts to it for sure but yeah uh, i'm surprised because most of the reviews i didn't play it but most of the reviews were like really negative it wasn't really like a positive just because it was so full of itself right i can see how people I, hate that game i yeah i think that there was enough people saying it was decent too though like it, it, it was definitely divisive like i don't think it was universally panned it was just uh there was it seemed like that the the people that didn't like it were just louder than the people that liked it yeah i think you know the, thing, the people who don't like it like i understand too why you don't like it it's, right it's not an easy game to enjoy because no. There's, there's a lot to it that can get very frustrating and if you're just looking for like an action game where you're shooting people in the face like that's not yeah, the- it's not that no. <laughs> but there is like there was some parts of charm to that like when you had to like yeah take your you know uh, cargo and like sometimes you'd come across like a chasm and you had to come ac- or go across this you can like build a bridge and go across it and stuff like that so there were some kind of cool ways to kind of play the game. I, I generally enjoyed it, but I, I wouldn't mind if a sequel went a little bit more action-oriented. Because like that was more of like a discovery adventure. You know, yeah, go was... here and like discover these points. Yeah. Kind of like, um, what the fuck was that game called? The space game that everybody hated for a little bit, then it cut up. The... No Man's Sky? Yeah, No Man's Sky. Mm. Apparently that's better now. Yeah, No Man's Sky got better. Uh, but anyway, so, but like, like you're talking like that. It's like a Discovery game. Was it like you, like, discovered things and you picked up and read the story? Like, I thought that was the idea of this. I mean, yeah, there's also some action, too. I mean, it's not like it's a delivery exploration game solely. Like, there were some action sequences in ways that you had to like fight enemies, but yeah, it wasn't a pure, you know, action adventure game like your Metal Gear Solids or anything like that. Like it was definitely, it was a different game. And I think just people were not expecting it to be what it was. I think people were expecting a little bit more action, a little bit less delivery boy, basically. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, a sequel, I mean, I would again. I think a sequel. It would be smart if they maybe put in a bit more action. And I'm not saying it has to go full blown action, but just like a bit more, just to like for those people who wanted it to be an action game, you can maybe just put in a little bit more action. That can make it more interesting. I kind of forget how that game ends too. So, be kind of like I should almost like revisit the ending just to see what they could do with it. But yeah. And final bit of news. Harry Potter RPG reportedly coming late 2021. QB, you're a wizard, Harry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, is this going to be like a single? Do we, do we know anything? Is this going to be a single player game? Or is it gonna be like... No, we don't know anything, but. Oh. I, 
was this the game that leaked like a little a couple months ago or like a year ago? There was like some footage from like some weird Harry Potter game. Is that is that what this was? I don't. I think so. Maybe. Yeah, they, I I just remember people like thinking it was Rocksteady working on a Harry Potter game at one point, and yeah, like no, it's not Rocksteady, but it looked really interesting. Well, I think it, it is WB Games. So. Yeah. But yeah, um, there was that yeah that leaked fo- footage of like a Harry Potter RPG game. You know, I I'm I'm gonna maybe get some flack for this. I don't really give two shits about Harry Potter. <laughs> like, well, I'm pretty much in the same boat, honestly. <laughs> like, I I read the books when they were out because it was like the hot thing. Like, I remember people like storming stores. We're talking 2001. Movie it was like out? the it was the early to mid two thousands. Like, yeah. I I remember the when the last book came out. It was like around like two thousand and five, two thousand and six. I want to say, and yeah, I I remember reading that last book. And funny enough, the movies were coming out, and I just remember I read the last book, and I'm like, I'm good. I read the books. I don't need to like do anything more Harry Potter related. Like, I don't. <laughs> I didn't even finish the movies because I, I was like, I've already read the book. So, um, is it like is the fandom still a big thing? I guess I know there's like uh, Harry Potter for Universal Studios. That's where I'm, yeah they have that big. I was there actually last year, and that was big. But it wasn't people weren't like dressing up to be Harry Potter were there, or they were like massively buying product there, or it was like was not even like the busiest section. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if Harry Potter. I think this is a little too late. I don't. For you to make Harry Potter or like the Harry Potter universe big again, you would have to have something related to, or this would have to be more creature on wizard and make it kind of like an RPG that way. Mm -hmm. I don't see playing through Harry Potter. It's kind of like I play Dragon Ball. It's like you keep playing the same Dragon Ball game and again and again and again, but you're not. There's no different story. You're just going through the story. Like, you already know what's going to happen. Yeah. I think, like, ugh. also, too, it's like, I think now's a really bad time to maybe announce a Harry Potter game. Oh, what's, what's her face? Yeah. yeah. You know, she's not necessarily uh, winning anybody, anybody any favors anytime soon with her comments. So, uh-huh. so but especially the trap community right now. No. They're up in arms. No. Like there was, I've seen like there was trans people who were saying like, you know, I used to read the book, you fucking ruined them for me and all this. It's just like, oh man, it's it's bad. But the leak RPG, it did look good and it did look like there was a lot of like customization of like creating your own wizard, which makes sense. I mean, I I don't want a game where I play as Harry Potter. I want a game where I play as like I don't know some random kid that starts off at Hogwarts and like. Yeah. I want my romance with Hermione. It's gonna be get with her. bully yeah, for Harry Potter. <laughs> I'd be down for that. That would that would be actually kind of fun. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think like you can make something out of like learning different spells and you know all that kind of fun stuff and like get picked Slytherin and be like you get to beat the shit out of Harry Potter. I've been for that. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> just stupid geek. How dare you be the chosen one? I just want to like be able to like. You know, and I haven't read a Harry Potter book in like ages, but I could be wrong. But like, I just want to go up to Harry Potter, and be like Alakazam, and just like I think it was, or was that the one that kills them automatically? Or no? Oh, that's uh, a a, a Vavacadabra. Yeah, you just Something go like up that. to Harry Potter. You say that fucking kill Harry Potter in the game. Just watch. It's like, huh? Well, that was a brave choice. You're gonna have to live with that. It was the green beam thing? That's all I remember. Yeah, I do remember there was the Harry Potter games that came out, like with the movies. <sighs> yeah, hmm. some of those games were not that good. I do remember playing it's like the Lego game. Or were there Harry, Larry, or Harry Potter Lego games? I honestly couldn't couldn't tell you if they were. I do actually play them. Okay, I did like. It's the... not. It's actually pretty good. I know, like, the, when the Philosopher's Stone movie came out, there was a video game that came out, and I played that quite a bit. Yeah, there was. Uh, and it was okay. It was not, like, it was not, like, anything great, but, yeah. So, anyways, Harry Potter RPG probably will get news on it soon. 
maybe not. I, I <laughs> Anyways, let's like go. I said, it'd be good if it was an original story. That'd be. Yeah, that's that's, that's re really all I could ask for. Just be, be original. Okay, uh, let's get on to what we've been playing. Uh, Jamie, why don't you start us off this week? What have you been playing? Sure. Uh, so I finished up Last of Us Part Two. Uh, in the last couple weeks, it was a long ass fucking game. Uh, I think by the time I finished it, I had spent about forty hours, which I was not expecting it to be that long. Mm -hmm. um, but some of it was because I, I was playing on a harder difficulty, and uh, I'm really meticulous in like sweeping through all the the little buildings and trying to find all the collectibles and crap so it was uh i probably could have gone a little faster than i did but uh yeah it uh i think that game finishes strong uh i know a lot of people are kind of pissy about the way it ends and some other things that happened along the way uh i do not understand the criticisms too much because i enjoyed it a lot personally uh I think the biggest problem with that game is that uh, you feel kind of filthy for for being uh, doing what you have to do in that game. Like you just feel kind of terrible at the end of it. Um, so yeah, I, I finished it and I like was like I should just go take a shower now. This is this is fucking bad. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's good. It's like the story is really, really, really well done. Uh, I think that uh, Naughty Dog has done an exceptional job again uh, in telling stories and video games and they really raised the bar um there is a sequence in the middle of that game that's one of the coolest things i've played in a long time uh and i don't want to say what it is but it involves a uh a sub boss encounter so uh it's it's badass um yeah i think for 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 me last of us part two probably a 10 out of 10 perfect perfect game for me uh like it it there's a couple things here and there that were problematic, but I think that the good outweighs the bad for sure. And it's uh, it's just a beautiful uh, graphically. It's the story is emotional and and, and hits uh, you know some good points. And I I think they do an interesting job of trying to make you feel certain things by playing the game. Um, so yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, and uh yeah after that i kind of felt like i needed to like play something that wasn't like just the heaviest shit i've ever played uh so i played a bunch of garbage that i've already either played or didn't really care about so uh i played this thing on steam called we went back um which is i guess like a horror game that i probably you could beat it in like 20 minutes um it's free it is kind of similar to like PT in the fact that it's like they call it like a, a looping uh, experience. So you kind of like walking through the same setting and then doing some different stuff to solve a couple different puzzles. Uh, I had a buddy that told me I should check it out and I was like, okay, cool. Uh, it was kind of shallow and uh, fast for what it was, uh, which is fine because it was free, but uh, I just didn't think there was like a ton there to uh to see so like it like i said it was really short and it was cool but like it just kind of had a lot going on uh so yeah if you want to check it out there's there's no cost so uh something something kind of spooky and hoary um but uh yeah not a lot of depth there okay uh yeah and then i played uh so rise of the tomb raiders the free one of the free games this month on playstation so i went back since I beat it, like, when it first came out, I never finished, or I never went back and played the DLC. Um, they had, like, that Curse of Baba Yaga or something, and they had another one that was, like, kind of interesting that were supposed to be pretty good. Uh, so I fired up uh, that game just to kind of play the DLC, and then I ended up starting it from scratch. So I'm just going to play through it, and then I'll play the DLC at the end, I guess. Uh, mm. But yeah, that game is uh, holds up pretty well. Uh, it's like an Uncharted meets Tomb Raider <laughs> thing. It's, uh, it's pretty good. Um, nice. Yeah, and then the last thing I've been playing is just uh, fired up Mega Man X Legacy Collection, starting to go through Mega Man X3, because uh, I haven't played that in forever. And uh, yeah, I, I, man, that game is a lot harder than I remember it being. <laughs> uh, so mm. I'll play some what more of that. What do you mean, like the first one? 
The third one. Uh, the third one's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't remember it being so fucking hard. But like, I'm like, there's like so many hidden like mini bosses that like I don't remember being in there. And like, if you die, you gotta play the whole first half of the level again. It's just like, oh my god, fucking. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Like, it's it's going fine, but like, it's just taking me a lot longer than I was like. Oh yeah, I'll just breeze through a Mega Man game. And uh, no, it hasn't happened that way. I've had to like go back and replay levels to get power-ups and crap so mm -hmm. uh, but yeah it's still good it's just harder than i remember it's so, hard it's a very hard game yeah you need to get double blast that's what you I, I just do. got that i just got that it's so. fucking like, like the triple blast you fire three times and like the fireball goes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like it's it's worth it in mega man x games it's worth it just to kind of do that just because uh you get so powerful you always feel like they're evolving yeah RPG, I, I guess I love getting all the power-ups in those games, and by the end, like, in the first one, you get, like, the Ryu fireball if you get everything, and the oh, second yeah, one, right. you can get the, the Ken Shoryuken thing, so, mm. I, yeah, I'm a completionist, I'll do it, I'll get everything, nice. but it's fun, yep, nice. that's all I've been playing. Cool, uh, I can go next, um, yeah, I've been playing not a hell of a lot, um, I've been playing mainly The Last of Us Part Two, um, and yeah, you know what? I started off thinking this is like ten out of ten. This is pretty good. I'm actually gone down a little bit. Uh, I'm still pretty high, like probably around a nine. I haven't completed the game. I think I'm around like halfway through, something like that. Um, it there are times where the game doesn't quite tell you what to do next and that kind of gets frustrating because it's like i don't need everything to be spelled out but like i should at least be able to reasonably think oh this is what i need to do next and the game never quite tells you so there was a few times where i got kind of frustrated and there's a hint system in the game so you can like stand still and i'll eventually be like oh this is what you need to do but to essentially wait around just to get to the point where you can you know, get that hidden. It gets kind of frustrating. There's been a few times I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to stand still until like I can get a hint <laughs> on what to do next. Um, I, I, I don't know. Maybe you can respond with, oh, get good or, you know, don't suck at games. But like, I, I generally, I feel like I'm pretty good at games. And like, yeah, there's times where I'm just like, I have no idea what to do. Like, yeah, it, it's just, it's an odd game for that. But yeah, the story is pretty good. And it's really tough to talk about that game because it literally starts on a big spoiler. So yep. uh, there's not really much you can say because pretty much from the start of that game onward, it's spoiler territory. There's not much chill zone for that. So uh, I've also been playing a lot of Spider-Man PS4. Um, I recently upgraded my TV and... I was like, I want a game that looks really good. I was looking on message boards, and a lot of people were saying, oddly enough, that Spider-Man PS4 actually looks really good uh, on 4K. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try that. So I, uh, I, yeah, I loaded up Spider-Man. I have the DLC. I haven't played through all of the DLC, um, but... Yeah, I loaded up Spider-Man. It's gorgeous in 4K. Like, especially if you play during, like, the daytime where you really get, like, that dynamic lighting and stuff. It looks gorgeous. And I realized I didn't 100% that game, and I don't know what it is. I'm not normally, like... Like, I know, Jamie, you're kind of like, oh, I'll just go for, like, the Platinum Trophy. I'm not that mentality usually. <laughs> I don't normally get invested into doing stuff like that, but I'm kind of like, I kind of want to 100% this game. I don't know if I'll be able to get all the trophies, but... I'm definitely going to try at least. And yeah, so far I'm going through and working on uh, completing the game and completing the DLC and all that. So we'll see how it goes. Um, nice. But it's a gorgeous game. And I'm also trying to like play it in preparation for the Miles Morales one that's going to come out this year. So um, actually, I did beat the Foundation DLC for Control. Uh, I don't think it's the strongest piece of story for that game but it is still pretty good uh if you played control and you want to play more of it i would definitely recommend it um i have been playing through the halo master chief collection in preparation for halo 3 coming out 
mainly primarily a ton of Halo 2 multiplayer. Uh, I kind of... It kind of dawned on me that there's some weird stuff in that collection that just doesn't quite make sense. So, for instance, like, you can switch between the two kind of things, like the remaster or the uh, original. But I noticed there's no way to, like, customize your change. Like, it would be great if you could change the visuals and, like, keep the audio or likewise change the audio and, like keep the visuals you can't really though like you're kind of committed to like if you change one you're changing everything and mm -hmm. i what i noticed was like particularly with halo 2 the original music for halo 2 is fantastic but with the remake it's not as good in certain spots oh. and oh. I, I was like i'm like well i want the better visuals but yeah i was kind of stuck with like a not so good soundtrack so yeah, yeah. something to think about going forward i think for those guys would be it would be kind of nice if you could choose to like say upgrade one and keep the other the same like have it be a bit more customizable but i mean aside from that it's a great collection halo 2 is so much fun to play especially with the remastered like the graphics look gorgeous the gameplay is cleaned up uh gets me even more excited for halo 3 which i'm kind of curious how that's gonna look visually i don't think they've released anything yet but like I don't expect it to be as drastic of a difference as Halo 2 to the remaster because, I mean, it only came out in the Xbox 360 era, so it's not like it was that long ago, but you'll be curious to see what they change with it. Um, and then finally, Divinity Original Sin 2. Uh, I've been playing that co-op with a few people. Uh, it's a whole lot of fun. Uh, I think I mentioned this before, but it's pretty much like Dungeons & Dragons but in a video game form. Uh, I'm playing as a Death Knight, which is a whole lot of fun. Uh, you can play very tanky. Uh, and also with a lot of like the necromancies, you can basically like have a lot of armor and a lot of like health siphoning. So it's a, it's a whole lot of fun. I would definitely, if you're looking for like a co-op kind of, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons experience, I know, uh, you know, a lot of people like playing Dungeons and Dragons just aren't able to right now with like the whole COVID thing. But if you're kind of into that stuff, you probably will get a lot out of Divinity Original Sin 2. Oddly enough, they even have a mode where you can kind of create mm -hmm. scenarios like Dungeons & Dragons. So if you're like Dungeon Master Lucas here and you want to like make mm -hmm. your own scenarios, you can actually do that in Divinity Original Sin 2 and have people, people like play through your scenarios. So it's, it's really cool. Sure. It's a fun game. So, All right, Dennis, what have you been playing lately? Uh, I've been playing two things mostly. Well, the one that I, I kind of started off last time we chatted of was Blasphemous. Is that 2D, uh, pixel arty looking, uh, Dark Souls kind of game? And, uh, I, I did end up finishing it. I didn't get the true ending, um, but I still had a lot of fun. This game, game was really good. Like, I think it has a few things going for it. The, the the major thing is the art style, which really contributes to the atmosphere. Like, I think the setting is just really cool. It's like this... I actually have no idea where the heck it is, but it definitely it doesn't seem like, you know, a real world, or it, it feels like you're in, like, purgatory or somewhere, or maybe that's just the world, and mm -hmm. it's like this um, very religious, kind of, like, uh, sort of based in, I think, Catholicism, sort of like a world where you have kind of different groups of people and you play as uh, the penitent one, which is this kind of like, I guess sort of like a monk guy who has sworn to like silence. Um, but for some reason, you're just kind of like, you're leaving your temple to explore this world um, to reach some somewhere. Right? I don't want to spoil too much, but basically um, you're equipped with this kind of like, it's basically a sword. And the 2D uh, action gameplay is really well done, too. It feels super nice when you, like, hit an enemy. It, like, your character feels like it has weight. Your swings feel like they have weight. There's, like, different attacks. Um, so you can just do your regular attack chain by mashing the attack button, or you can eventually get upgrades to do, you know, like, a, a drop attack or, like, a, a hold and, like, a harder swing. There's the parry system that's kind of like Dark Souls. Mm. Um, it comes in really handy. Um, 
So I think the combat is really well done because I have played like, for example, another like game called Chasm. I think I mentioned it, and that one, same thing, two D side scrolling kind of Metroidvania style. Um, but that combat was just not even close to this one. This one is very well tuned. Um, another thing that I think it has going for it are the boss battles. This game again, like I said, very much kind of like inspired by Dark Souls. It has really cool bosses. Um, and even though it's like all 2D platform, all the art for the for the bosses just look really sick. They're all different forms. You're fighting sometimes humanoids. You're fighting like giants sometimes. Um, and like, and the, because the world is so grim and the atmosphere is so grim, all of the, the bosses all kind of like have that um, theme to it as well. It just, it looks super badass. Um, mm. And yeah, so so majority-wise, it's definitely like a Metroidvania. You're kind of going around exploring through this 2D world, um, and then you're kind of gaining items that eventually lets you access uh, areas that you haven't gone before. Um, the one thing that I did find a little more annoying in this game is it has, I think, a bit too few teleportation spots. So generally with Metroidvania, it's because you want to do a lot of backtracking after you've gained new powers. Um, it would be really nice to have some of these like uh, teleportation points to go back to previous areas so you can explore them again. However, there's only like maybe four or five in this world, so they're quite spread out, um, which means you can't quite go um, to the spot you want without having to go through all the enemies and all that stuff. And yeah, just like Dark Souls, if you go to any safe spot, all the enemies come back alive and you have to fight through them again. And there are a lot of very cool things like Dark Souls with the shortcut system. You kind of loop your way around back to original spots. Things are connected, you know, either via ladders or lever or elevators and things like that. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I have a lot of fun with this game. I think I'm definitely going to give it an eight out of ten. Um, nice. So it's definitely worth playing through uh, if you like Metroidvania. The, the, the theme is a little dark. I feel like it's a little. Um, it's a little gross, I guess, uh, but if you, if you don't really like dark games and, like, sort of bloody-looking thing, it is pixel art, but still, mm -hmm. uh, maybe, maybe you might want to skip this one. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, the story's really cryptic, too. I didn't really quite understand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, di the dialogue I really liked as well. They really wrote the, um, dialogue, you know, in this, like, old, you know, kind of English style, really, really well done, too. I like that. Um, yeah, so that was, that was blasphemous. And then I, I also kind of binge played through the Uncharted collection since that was given away for free a couple of weeks ago. Nice. And I've never played any Uncharted game before. I have actually watched them before. Um, this was before I owned a PS, uh, four or three or whatever, but I did wanted to know what the story was. And that was a long time ago. So now I'm like, okay, I want to play through it all again. I, I just wanted to get through the story because I wanted to feel like, you know, knowing Naughty Dog has this great, like, cinematic um, feel to their games, I wanted to feel like, you know, just the main character in the story with, like, plot armor. So I played on easy, uh, just to blast through all three games, and I, I totally managed to do that very quickly. I think in total of the three games, I must have died less than, like, five times uh, because I was playing on easy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like, the first game... Uh, the first game, definitely, you can tell from its age. Um, what is what's the first game called? Drake's Fortune, yeah. That one, definitely, the combat system feels a little bit outdated. Like, the core of it is definitely still the same throughout three games. But the first one, it just feels like, you know, sometimes your shots kind of don't hit. and you can't, <laughs> Like, it just, I don't know. It definitely doesn't feel as fleshed out as the later two games. Um, the graphics definitely look older as well. Um, but... Everything else, I think, was really good. Great story, the great character, uh, voice acting. Um, you know, you really get a sense of who Drake is, who Sully is. And, um, and, like, the core gameplay, again, is very much the same. And I, I really like these sort of games, like the Tomb Raider and, like, Uncharted. You kind of, like, explore everything. And I do like the puzzle-solving elements of these games. Uh, however, I think with all three games, I kind of felt that sometimes... You just don't know where to go, um, and I think it's it's more maybe of a limitation, actually partly of the graphics because 
it's hard to tell from slightly older graphics that like okay where can i go and when it, where can i not like is it just like you know background um colors or arts and stuff um they've started like in the later games you can kind of tell easier because they kind of have like highlights on for example ledges that you can grab and things like that they make it kind of obvious um and they still have that hint system if like i think you hit a timer if of like just not progressing they'll like give you a hint um so those are really nice mm. i like the fact that the puzzles also are kind of like uh connected to well i mean they're definitely connected to the story because you're trying to get through places but i like the fact that you have this notebook that kind of gives you like uh hints uh to the puzzle and then you kind of like figure it out from both the world around you and this notebook of all the like you know uh i guess like secrets or whatever um to to, to figure out the puzzle again. whereas like i think tomb raider it really is just kind of purely an observation thing and you just kind of go from a to b and look at the world so not saying one's better than the other but i certainly did like that aspect of it so yeah i'm i really liked uncharted i'm gonna play the uh the fourth one uh right after this probably actually um, um so yeah this is this is this is fun I, i'd give the whole collection as a whole probably also an eight out of ten totally nice. worth playing yeah i i have no interest however and i think because i played it on easy it really made it much more enjoyable just to feel like you know you're badass shooting through hundreds of enemies for no like real you know reason <laughs> just other than the fact that you can't um, um mm. yeah it feels great love this game nice yeah. cool what about you uh like what have you been playing these days uh so i've only been playing like basically one thing uh right now i'm playing borderlands 3 news expansion called bounty of blood uh so basically you are now set into a different world which is uh, like an old western spaghetti kind of western kind of thing mm -hmm. and there is basically a guy narrating everything you do so that's it's like basically you're like in a world west kind of movie which i thought was kind of cool uh they basically take it to the extreme so everybody's riding raptors instead of horses so you basically have a bunch of cowboys riding raptors shooting you and stuff like that and guns and glory and all that good fun stuff uh there's things um there's like you fight like a t-rex at one point uh there's oh, monsters more stuff like that it's pretty still over the top like borderlands is known for uh the writing was good i had a couple of laughs there's more for um this game it's more inside jokes about the game so there's mm. not really like it's it's the humor is there but it's not extremely there uh it's this expansion is probably one of the, the weakest of the three so far uh it seems like you just if you add dinosaurs everything's going to be awesome which you know it's fun and all but like they're they're using that as a kind of excuse i've only played about oh, i don't know uh four hours in now six hours in and uh it's mm, I said it's probably yeah. I'd say it's the weakest one. The strongest one was the last expansion with uh, the wedding, uh, tentacles mm. and wedding. Or that that was the most strongest one so far. This one, it's um, it's there. It's fun. There's cowboys. Uh, the guns. There's different guns. Uh, legendaries are popping up everywhere. Uh, I'm playing on level four mayhem on true hunter mode. And, like, it's... The problem I've always had with this game is, is, like, you have a shield bar and you have a health gauge. And every time you get blasted, especially at the hardest modes, your shields just go away and you die and then you respawn. And, like, it's very quick action, uh, which is good and bad at the same time. It almost feels... And if you're very under-geared, the game is almost impossible to defeat. Oh. But the at least, like, it's like Borderlands 2, which, which I had a big issue with, was, like, if you were under-geared... Or like your weapons were oh it was just such a painful experience but once you get geared up you're good to go okay so it's very gear depending uh gameplay at the harder settings i don't know about the easier settings but okay. uh let's see what else but yeah i'd i'd say that i've had some fun uh, i don't have like a full review of it yet because i'm just playing it 
Uh, let's see. Is there anything else that I've been playing? Not really. I've been so busy the last couple of weeks. So I have Sunset Riders. I was playing once in a while. That's a fun game to play. Okay. So there's that. That's yeah. on PS4. Nice. So for 11 bucks. Okay. Uh, they have like a high score mode. That's pretty fun. Mm. So yeah, go pick it up. Sunset Riders. Talking about cowboys. So there you go. There That's you about go. it. Cool. Well, that's it for this week at Three Gamers. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, see you all in a couple of weeks. I think we'll definitely, I know for sure we'll have uh, that Xbox Game Showcase to talk about as well as the huh? um, Ubisoft forward thing that they're mm-hmm. doing. I think okay, today yeah. that is. so. Cool. Well, cool. until next time, everyone. Bye for now. Bye. It's another episode in the bag. Uh, Let's make sure.